Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Time. There's nothing more valuable. It's what drives everyone to make the most of every moment. We celebrate living large in the now. In a city where time disappears, we create experiences that electrify the soul and memories that will last forever. We go big, we go all night, and here, everyone is invited. So get loose and get loud. This is Circa. You'll have the time of your life. This is the Arash Markazi Show on the Mightier 1090 ESPN Radio. Hello and welcome to the Arash Markazi Show presented by the Sporting Tribune on the Mightier 1090 ESPN Radio in Southern California, 98.5 The Bet in Las Vegas, and the Hawaii Sports Radio Network, 95.1 FM and AM 760 in Hawaii. Uh, a lot to get into here on a Friday. Uh, really, uh, transcendent historical past uh two days in the world of football with um bill belichick leaving the new england patriots nick saban retiring uh, Pete carroll leaving seattle uh wanted to focus today on yesterday's press conference and yesterday's news of bill belichick parting ways with the new england patriots they said it was a mutual decision uh, Bill Belichick uh, talked to the media, uh, uh, basically uh, just saying that he was leaving and they were parting ways, but he did not answer any questions. However, New England Patriots owner Robert Kraft did. So wanted to play for you some sound from uh, Kraft, and then we will talk about what is next for one Bill Belichick. Well, I want to thank you all for sticking around and um, it's a very emotional day uh, for the organization and um, you know the end of an era like I said that'll be hard to be replicated um, I think at least in my lifetime if ever Um, and you know, I know you all made the effort to be here, so I'd like to do whatever we can talking about Bill and the time he spent here. The future, I know there'll be a lot of questions about the future, and we'll have a chance to cover that in the next few days, but um, I'm not sure today is the time to do it. Robert, in, in speaking about Bill, you, you reference him as the greatest of all time, and you said that's part of what made this such a hard decision, but that you both felt it was the best decision. Why did you feel it was the right decision? Well, the last three years have been pretty tough, and I know uh, for our dedicated fans and myself and you know, in life, I just learn things happen, and um, our family is the custodian of this asset, the New England Patriots, and we know how important it is to the psyche of the community, and what's gone on here the last three, four years isn't what we want, so we have a responsibility to 
do what we can to fix it to the best of our ability. Robert, uh, there's been a narrative out there for years that people say it was all Tom Brady, you know, when it comes to what happened on the field with this football team. How much in your eyes was it Tom Brady and Bill Belichick when it comes to everything that's been accomplished over the last 24 seasons? You know, it's, it's not the first time I've heard that question. But, you know, why I love the NFL and why I think it's great for young people to play it, it's, it's a great lesson in life because I don't think there's anything else, any other sport or any other experience that's as much team-based and collective-based as football. Um, and I don't think either one of those two would have accomplished what they accomplished if they weren't together. And it's, you know, I think they're both the best at their professions. And, you know, we were lucky to have them together for two decades. Robert, Bill mentioned earlier this week that he is under contract or he was under contract for next season. Did you give any consideration to trading him, try to recoup some compensation for him? Yeah, that's an interesting question. I, you know, I'm fortunate um, in our family, our businesses are all private. And so we try to create a culture and develop an environment where people want to stay and stay long term. And yeah, I guess if you look at this as a transaction, you know, he, he is so valuable in how we could extract something. I, I didn't think that was right. I didn't think it was right for Tom Brady, who gave us 20 years. And I, and I don't think it's right for Bill that I think each of them earned the right to be in a position where they should do what's right for us, given what they have done for this franchise. So some people might criticize me for not you know, extracting as much value, and I understand that, but we just try to do what we think is right for the proper values and ability to operate and try to get people who want to come and feel that we're going to treat them fairly. Hey, Robert. Um, this being such an emotional day and seeing you and Bill together and the emotions that you guys shared, it makes you wonder, do you have any reservations at all whether or not this is the right decision in any way? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, you know, this is a results business, and certain things in life, it's instinctual. I think both of us felt that the time was right for each of us to go off in our separate directions. But, you know, what was really, I mean, you all know Bill, you know Bill as well as I do. For him to say he'll always be a patriot and, you know, 
it gives us, I mean, it's great. And, you know, the last few days, since Monday, since we've been thinking about it and talking about it, I think our relationship went to a new place because, you know, this is very hard. Any of you who are in, in it's like a marriage and things don't always go great and you know you get through the difficult times and it makes the relationship stronger and I think we had a chance to do that over the last almost quarter of a century so I think both of us felt that at this point in time it was in our mutual interest to each go our own way but knowing that we have that bond and foundation that's really hard in this business to create. Very hard. Anyhow. Hi, Robert. On Monday, Bill spoke about the possibility of relinquishing some of his duties in the personnel department. How much consideration did you give to retaining Bill but maybe adjusting his role? Yeah, we've thought about that, but, you know, I've had experience running different businesses and trying to develop a team, and think about it. When you have someone like Bill, who's had control over every decision, every coach we hire, every the organization reports to him on the draft, and how much money we spend or what we, every decision has been his and um, we've always supported him. To then take some of that power away and give it to someone else, accountability is important to me in every one of our companies and where he had the responsibility and then someone else takes it, it's going to set up um, confusion and you know well it was his pick and that was a bad pick you know or he didn't play him right or you know it just it wouldn't work in my opinion yeah hey Robert over here over here oh, I got the <laughs> lights there <laughs> um, you know I, I just to piggyback on what Nicole said because I, I think what you're saying is it would be really complicated to shift roles that way um, and I want to listen to another grocery argument or whatever, but um, 24 years ago, you did make the decision to consolidate the power um, with the coach. Um, and there are very few teams that are run that way anymore. Was part of this maybe you making the decision that somebody having that much power was too much? And the way the league's set up is very different than it was a generation ago where um, that job needs to be divided now. Well, that's a good point. Just to be clear, he didn't have all that um, power and rights. I, I don't think it happened till after the third Super Bowl. Uh, but it slowly happened. And, you know, in my opinion, he earned it. And um, it worked pretty well for most of the time. But all of us need checks and balances in our life. We need what I say, I, I call it, we need doctor knows around us, people to 
protect ourselves from ourselves, protect us from ourselves. And, um, you know, as things evolved um, and you get more power, sometimes people are afraid to speak up. In I'm speaking about all companies, and I don't, I think it's good to have checks and balances, and but once you have it, it's kind of hard to pull it away and expect to have the accountability you want. Hey, Robert. Um, do you and Bill have any plans sort of off campus at some point to bring closure to all this, or is what we saw at noontime the closure? No, we, we had some long discussions, and... Um, I think it's awkward, um, you know, while he's still coaching to bring closure. But I hope when that's all over, we can do something that properly honors him and respects him for what he's done with us. And um, everything in life is the proper timing, so we're going to have to wait for that. Robert, uh, in your mind, watching this team over the last three or four, three losing seasons in four years, four and 13 this year, what's the biggest reason in your mind on why the team has fallen to this point? Well, I'm not sure I'm qualified to answer that. You might be better than I. Um, I don't, I don't know, you know, um, So many games were close. You know, is it the coaching? Is it the personnel? I um, Something isn't quite right from where it was. And um, I'm not smart enough, I think, to give you a credible answer. Now that we have you, Robert, um, throughout the course of the season, as the losses were sort of piling up, did you ever talk to Bill about this potentially being it for him, what he would have to do throughout the rest of the season to, A, keep his job, or, or just the thoughts that you had, you know, as October rolled into November and, and has now brought us here to a 4-13 season? You know, <laughs> this, is, this is a business that you... You, you have to wait till the season's over. You, you can't be a fan when you have the responsibility of making strategic decisions that aren't short-term or what I call transactional based on one incident. Um, and, you know, you change. You change your, you, you change your mind. Things things change so fast. I mean, you look at some teams in the league who started out so hot and then they lose five or six games. And I'm, you know, the thing with Bill that was unique and special is his work ethic is so strong. And that's what I looked at. He, he always gave us the best he had. There wasn't a shortage of effort. Now, whether he has the right people around him or selected the right players, 
that we all can make judgment on. But he was always giving it his all, and that's what was most important to me. Um, over the 24 years and beyond that you've known Bill, um, what's the biggest thing you've learned from him or learned from knowing him? You're saying football related. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not sure I can say one thing. That, the thing that always amazed me with him, and I get exposed to a lot of people, is he, he's the only person I've met with the football intellect and the knowledge. And I think part of that went back to his dad and the training he got, but also how he absorbed it as a little kid watching film with his dad. But what I saw in 96 when he got fired by the Browns and uh, Bill Parcell said, you should go out and meet him. He's going to, I think, go to Miami and we should get him here because he had worked with him at the Giants, you know, and said how good he was. And I remember I went out in 96 and spoke with him at the Combine and he agreed to come join us. And then I saw the impact he had in that season coaching the secondary and how he could relate to the players. What, what was that? 27 or 8 years ago. And how he knew how to give information complicated that they could relate to. And remember, we went to the Super Bowl that year, but we won the last seven games. We're mainly defensive-oriented. And I, I thought to myself, here's a guy who can relate to the players at that level, but also has the football intellect and understands... Uh, the economics of the game that understands because most coaches coming into the mid 90s and late 90s didn't know how to put value coming into a salary cap where you had the parity of budgets he had the greatest ability to relate the two things now I think you know a lot of his contemporaries younger contemporaries have caught up with some of that but I don't think there's anyone like him that has the composite of knowledge. So that always impressed me. And then he can pull something out of the air. You know, and quote 30 years ago, some play in some game. And for those of us that have some short-term memory lapses, that really impressed me. Hi, Robert. Hi. Um, in regards to the power structure that Belichick had and the upcoming power structure. I was curious, will you look to acquire a general manager first? And what do you see as the timeline in regards to the hiring process with the football structure up top and the head coach? Well, uh, the question you're asking is very important. Until we settled what we settled yesterday and announced today, we will try to move very quickly to solve those issues and uh, we'll have a chance to talk about that in the very near future.
Robert, I know you, you talked about the amicable split and both sides deciding this was the right thing to do, but I'm, I'm curious on Monday, if at some point in your meeting, did Bill fight for his job? We heard Pete Carroll sort of talk about that yesterday, like, I fought for it, but then realized this was the best way to go. All right, that was New England Patriots owner Robert Kraft talking about Bill Belichick being out as the head coach of the Patriots. Amazing, historic, Hall of Fame run, 24 seasons, 10 Super Bowls, uh, six Super Bowl championships. Uh, just an incredible uh, run. And now um, he moves on. He is going to coach again. He was very clear uh, that, that he was leaving New England, but he was not retiring. So we'll see where he goes. Could he come to Los Angeles, maybe Las Vegas? Again, uh, the Chargers and the Raiders, by the way, they're both looking for a head coach and a GM. And uh, you, you're going to hear Bill Belichick's name. You're going to hear Jim Harbaugh's name. You may even hear... Pete Carroll's name. All right, let's leave it there for now. When we come back, a uh, a Friday tradition is about to begin here on the show. We're going to have the debut, at least on the Sporting Tribune, of the Polly and T- Tony Fusco show. That's right, the Polly and Tony Fusco show. When we come back right here on the Mighty Year, 1090 in Southern California, the Bet in Las Vegas, and the Hawaii Sports Radio Network. We'll be right back with the Arash Markazi Show on the Mightier 1090 ESPN Radio. Time. There's nothing more valuable. It's what drives everyone to make the most of every moment. We celebrate living large in the now. In a city where time disappears, we create experiences that electrify the soul and memories that will last forever. We go big, we go all night, and here, everyone is invited. So get loose and get loud. This is Circa. You'll have the time of your life. This is the Arash Markazi Show on the Mightier 1090 ESPN Radio. Welcome back to the Arash Markazi Show presented by the Sporting Tribune on the Mightier 1090 ESPN Radio in Southern California. 98.5 The Bet in Las Vegas on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network. 95.1 FM and AM 760 in Hawaii. It's now time for our regular Friday feature, the Pauly and Tony Fusco Show. Pauly and Tony are two Philly guys who claim to be sports radio legends, even though they have the absolute worst takes. If you want to hear more from them, listen to the Pauly and Tony Fusco show on iHeartRadio, Fox Sports Radio, or wherever you get your podcast. Okay, I'm going to regret this, but let's go. Take it away. Polly and Tony. Polly Fusco here with Tony Fusco and Tony. Yo. Huge show today. Oh, you know, I we're going to tell wait. you why the Eagles forgot the most important rule in all of football and also the world. And in and, life, too. Yeah, in life. And uh, yeah. we're going to give you the one stat that proves without a doubt why Jordan yep. Love is the better quarterback than Dak Prescott. Can't wait and, for this. And uh, we're going to go to war with this uh, Fox Sports radio executive who is trying to take down our show. Yeah, we're going to execute his head. 
Well said, Tony. But first, Thank a couple of uh, quick show-related announcements. Uh, by popular demand, our people put a new design in our official merch store. It's the Excited, Terrific yeah. Analysis Tony T-shirt. Yeah. And design, you can get it on show mugs pride. and all the yeah. stuff. Get free standard shipping on all products January 12th through the 16th. And, you know, to meet the overwhelming demand, we have our shop workers working round the clock, even yep. though they claim that's a labor violation, whatever. Yeah. As we told them, rules were made to be broken. Yeah, exactly. Uh, also, a reminder to vote for the show in the Sports Podcast Awards, even though we were mistakenly put in the category of best sports comedy for some yeah, reason. Doesn't matter. Vote anyway. Also on the subject of comedy, returning to the show for some unknown reason, a man who has the unfortunate reputation of having some of the most absurd, over-the-top, ridiculous takes in the business. And uh, he's the co-host of the much less successful Fox Sports radio show, Way less The Odd successful. Couple. Yeah. Rob Parker. And, uh, you know, we're going to see yeah. if he has beef with our bosses, you know, just like we do. Yeah, he's probably too scared to bite the hand that needs him. Yeah, exactly. But first, it's time for a word from our good friends at Morrison's Cafeteria. Do you like food being served to you? Well, why don't you just go get it yourself, you lazy f***? Isn't that right, Tony? Yup. The other day, my Aunt Marie's boyfriend, Nunzio, told me that my aunt invited him to an all-you-can-eat buffet. I said, are you going to Morrison's? And then he said, no, her bedroom. And then I... Actually, let's just keep going. We'll finish that yeah, story yeah, another time. Let's just move on anyway. Uh, go yeah, to your local idea. Morrison's today and uh, tell the host or hostess that Paulie and Tony sent you to get yep. one complimentary slice of turkey when you ask for ten slices of more. There you a go. Great deal for you. Yeah, another right, check uh, in the mail. And another great thing, Tony. It's time to get into our top story. Top story. People coming down on the Eagles for an absolutely garbage performance to close out the season, losing to the Giants. And uh, Jalen Hurts, they're injuring his middle finger, probably from having to point it at his coaching staff all game long. And uh, this, Tony, this kind of disaster, it calls for big moves, doesn't it? As official spokespeople for the Eagles organization, before Monday's game, we would like to go ahead and replace Nick Sirianni with any currently fired or soon-to-be-fired coach. We'll take anyone. Doug Peterson. Yep. We'll even take Bill Belichick. Yep. Or even Ron Rivera. Yep. Or even Brandon Staley. Uh, well, well, not Brandon no, Staley. No, Forget no. that. You know, producer, just edit yeah. that part out, all right? Take that part out. Yeah, anyway. But, Tony, you know, we got to be fair to Nick Sirianni here, don't we? Because he isn't the only clown on this pathetic coaching staff that clearly doesn't know how to coach. Isn't that right? Yeah. You know, Personally, I blame the Eagles for naming Matt Patricia defensive coordinator. They keep forgetting the cardinal rule. You never trust a man with two first names. Matt Patricia. Yep. Chip Kelly. Yep. Buddy Ryan. Yep. And yes, Andy Reid, who won a Super Bowl with another team. The ultimate betrayal. Such great analysis there, Tony. And uh, to another issue on this team, we saw a very concerning tweet from Eagles defensive back Darius Slay, who tweeted that the team's record is 0-0 now. And Tony, this is very disturbing, isn't it? 
Very disturbing. Doesn't he know his own team's record? Yep. They're 11-6, and six, not 0-0. Oh oh. yep. You know, this shows the coaches aren't doing their job. Yep. Their job is to tell the players what the team's record is. Yep. No wonder the team hasn't been playing with any urgency. They think the season hasn't even started yet. Just alarming analysis that Tony and, uh, you know, our only hope Thank you. is that the Eagles are taking the sage advice we gave them a couple weeks ago. You know, we exactly. told them that they should be losing all these games on yep. purpose. Isn't that yep. right, Tony? Yep. As you all know, we told them they shouldn't want home field advantage. They should play for road field advantage. Yep. And look, now on Monday night, instead of having to play in Philly in 33-degree weather in front of a hostile home crowd full of angry, disappointed fans, they get to play in Tampa yep. in warm 71-degree weather yep. against a team that has as much of a chance of winning the Super Bowl as the Carolina Panthers do, which proves why they should always listen to us. So well said, Tony. And now shifting to another playoff matchup Sunday, the Cowboys host the Packers. And for some crazy reason, the betting market no has the Cowboys favored by seven and a half. Ow. Even though the stats show that Jordan Love is a much better quarterback than Dak Prescott. You know, yep. we all know the most important stat for a quarterback Intended, intended air, air yards. yards, of course. Yards. And, you know, for I those fools out there who don't know what intended air yards are, it's an advanced metric that measures all yeah. pass attempts, whether yeah. completed or incomplete. And yeah. Love has Dak beat 49.02 to a measly 45.85. And that just says it all, doesn't it, Tony? Absolutely. Quarterbacks should be measured not just by what they do, but what they intend to do. Yep. That's a corner piece of our proud American judicial system. Yep. If someone intends to murder someone else, well, that counts as a murder. Yep. Just like if Jordan Love intended to complete a pass that was 20 yards overthrown, that should still count toward his total pass yards. Yep. And if you disagree, well, you just don't understand the law. Terrific legal analysis that Tony and now moving to an Thank NFC you. East team not in the playoffs, of course. That's the Washington Commanders, Terrible. who once again made another boneheaded move, this time yep. firing head coach Ron Rivera after just four seasons. And Horrible. Tony, this was clearly a mistake, wasn't it? A terrible mistake. Ron Rivera was just starting to find his footing. Yep. As they say, you can't move forward until you hit rock bottom. Yep. The commander's defense was ranked dead last in the entire NFL, and that's thanks to Ron Rivera. Yep. He had the team hitting rock bottom so they could only go up from there. Yep. That's great coaching, and it should have been rewarded, not punished. Great points all around, Tony. And now Thank you. to a controversial moment at the end of the Falcon Saints game, which should have been totally uh, meaningless and forgettable, but exactly. uh, somehow become the talk of the entire sports world because of Jameis Winston, who bravely and valiantly ignored the orders yep. of Saints head coach Dennis Allen and so decided brave. to have the team score a touchdown, even though they were up 41 to 17 and there was about a minute left. Uh, but now people yep. out there these morons are saying Jameis should be cut for that. And Tony, what are they what are they saying? I mean, this is exactly what you want in a quarterback, isn't it? Absolutely. 
people say Jameis Winston should have just done whatever his coach said? Well, do you remember the last time Saints players blindly did whatever their coach said? Bounty gate. Yup. Injured quarterbacks. Suspensions. Yup. Congressional hearings. Yup. Interim coaches. Yup. I think we can safely say if Jameis Winston had been the QB of the Saints 15 years ago, Bounty Gate never would have happened at all. Yup. They wouldn't have won a Super Bowl, yep. but at least they'd have their integrity, and that's more important. So beautifully put, Tony. And now to a big story brewing in sports media. Host of the Pat McAfee Show, Pat McAfee, openly called out ESPN executive Norby Williamson for trying to, quote, sabotage his show. And Tony, you know, we do feel for Pat McAfee here because we have a similar problem on our hands here at Fox Sports Radio. An executive who is uh, trying to openly ruin our show. And uh, we don't want to name names, but his... His name is Scott Shapiro. And uh, the other day, he told us that we need to, quote, do more to promote the show. Which is ridiculous. Absurd. That's his job. And yeah. uh, we already have millions of viewers. Anyway, so yeah, all right, we came to him with this idea. We said, all right, you want to promote the show? Well, buy a 60-second Super Bowl commercial. Yeah, just do that. You know, it just costs a million dollars or whatnot. Yeah, so but what? you get that back immediately because you've got billions exactly. of viewers just coming to watch the show. There you and, go. Well, you know, this Shapiro clown, he tells me, he goes, well, that's not in the budget. Oh. And you know what he says after that? He says, Super Bowl commercials sold out months ago which just shows you how late he is on everything yeah exactly didn't even tell us and yeah. we're like all right another idea well why don't you just get us the naming rights to lincoln financial field Boom. you know there you go paulie and tony fusco show field yeah and uh he still hasn't even responded to my email about that sabotage plain and simple yeah well exactly well we're gonna get in all this with our guests so let's just get him on the fusco satellite network fusco satellite network all right this guy has developed a sadly negative reputation in the business for his absurd and over-the-top sports takes that many say are farcical and not meant to be taken seriously. And frankly, it's a shame what he's doing to our proud sports talk industry. But then again, he does co-host, you know, the relatively low-rated The Odd Couple, but it's on Fox Sports Radio, which makes him part of the Fox Sports Radio family with us. So on that note, Rob Parker, welcome back to the show. Welcome back, Rob. When are you going to be nice to me for a change? I come on your show... All you guys do is rip on me. Everything we said was that's true. very nice. You know, as they say, the truth hurts. Exactly. But look, look, we're here to talk business with you. We're yeah. going to help you here. You know, you got your show on Fox Sports Radio. Have you been dealing with this clown, Scott Shapiro, this executive? Do you know him? Clown? What clown? Are you kidding? Scott Shapiro? He's the salt of the earth. I mean, that guy, are you kidding More me? Like what I, what I usually, when yeah. he walks... In front of me, I throw rose petals in front. I mean, are you ass kisser? You know, all right, let me tell you about this. This guy, he comes to us and he says, we need to do more to promote this show. We told this Shapiro guy, we said, buy us a 60 second Super Bowl commercial. And you know what this clown says? He says, that's not in the show budget. And that they've already sold out. Yeah. Doesn't that concern you that, you know, a member of Fox Sports Radio doesn't want to promote a show? Yeah. Well, I understand you're right about promotion, but a, a Super Bowl spot? What are you guys crazy? Yeah, that's you nothing. Wish, a Super? You know how much that costs? 
Yeah, you just yeah. make that money back like that. Yeah, you get the viewers. Billions of yeah, people. Yeah, get a they billion viewers ad, go, done. Money back. That. Boom. Yeah. A billion viewers, that's what you think you get off a yeah. Super Bowl commercial? Guys, I mean, you're unrealistic. Why are you picking on Scott? He's trying to promote your show, help you guys, and all you yeah, guys you are know, doing... You, know what? you don't know what you're talking about. And yeah. by the way, just your camera framing shows. You're working with half a head right now. You know, yeah. your, your brain's chopped off and your answers are showing that. Yeah, there you go. Now he's back in his place. All right, look. Yeah. I feel like I'm Martin Scorsese up in here. Yeah. Let's move to other topics, less important, but still interesting. You know, exactly. people are saying the Eagles suck, Rob, which is true. But we think it's because the coaching staff took our advice. You know, we said on this show, as you know, we said, don't try and win and get home field advantage. Exactly. Lose the games and get road field advantage. Yeah. Right now, look. Instead of playing on Monday night in Philly in front of that hostile home crowd and exactly. cold weather, they're in Tampa, warm, seventy-one Beautiful. degrees against a team that can't you win can't a Super believe Bowl. that that makes sense and you don't want a home game in the NFL. They've blown it. They took your advice. What, what would you tell them to play on the road? First of all, you wait till I set you up with a question, okay? That's yeah, the, Rob. Remember when they were 10-1 and one and they were steamrolling and winning all those games? Still talking. They were like there unbeatable at home. Now you're saying because they uh, had a terrible finish to the season. I mean, it was stinky, an awful finish. Now their punishment is that they have to go to Tampa Bay. Have you ever been to Mons Venus in Tampa Bay? It's not the best strip club in the world. I'm just saying. Oh, look, Tampa Bay. This might be the time we've agreed yeah, with you there most. you go. Philadelphia strip club's best in the whole world. Take it from me and Tony, especially Tony. Yeah. It's totally worth the tetanus shot you have to get each time you go. Yeah, but you need you know, a tetanus shot after that. I just wish that some of those strippers would shave before they come out for the performance. Oh, We're getting way wow. off topic here, Hold Rob. On. Have you been Rob. to Mons Venus, Rob? <laughs> I have been to Mons Venus a few times. My God. I mean, I don't know who had a, a worse five o'clock shadow, the stripper or me. <laughs> I think they're going to put you on Mons Pluto for that comment. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're not, I don't think you're going to be welcome back there for a long yeah, time. You I don't think you're going to be welcome back on the air anytime soon. You know, Tony, yeah. I think we should use our journalistic judgment and change. Go back to football, right? Go back exactly. to football. Exactly. Let's stay. Uh, this is a sports show. You want to talk all that other stuff. That's why we get the higher ratings. Yeah, that's, exactly. That's you what know, we do. We, we do think the Eagles, you know, look, they, even though they're following our strategy, they did make some clear coaching mistakes. Tony, tell Rob. Rob, you know, they always say never trust a man with two first names. Their defensive coordinator is Matt Patricia. Yep. That should have been a sign right there. This is why we wanted to get your perspective here, because, you know, Parker is also sometimes a first name. Don't you think that makes you untrustworthy? Yeah, Rob Parker. I'm yeah. the most trustworthy guy out there. Parker is a last name. All these no. Yippies and, and no. millennials what about Parker who now Posey? name their kids Parker. That's Parker a last Lewis. name. What do they do? Parker doing? Lewis. Now, you see, you can't even trust that goofy answer there, you know? Yeah. But let's keep uh, going. Let's talk coaching firings. You know, the commanders, they fired Ron Rivera, uh, which, as you are probably aware, was just a terrible mistake. Horrible. And, you know, Tony, just explain, because Rob seems a little confused by that comment. Just explain yeah. why. Rob. Uh, 
as they say, you can't move forward until you hit rock bottom. The yep. commanders were ranked dead last in defense, and that was thanks to Ron Rivera and his great coaching. Yep. Don't you think this firing was premature? Yep. Premature? I'll I mean, that here. team is, is god-awful. Are you kidding? I don't know whether they commanders or the Commodores. I was looking for Lionel Richie to be the quarterback. Come on, Always man. Always with the topical references. I'm just saying. I'm yep. an old, you see this gray hair? Up next, peaches and herb, people. <laughs> hey, I'm Casey Kasem, and I'm counting down the, the, the 50 biggest hits in the U.S. of A. I'm sorry. Yeah, you're counting down to something, but it's not the good take. I'll tell you that much. Yeah. Where do you get your references? American Bandstand, what are you doing? Yeah, you know, call me Don Cornelius. I, I don't know what to tell you. Well, I know what I can tell you. You're on a soul train uh, to the back end of this show with these terrible takes. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's talk Cowboys. Uh, yep. Sunday, you know, they host the Packers. And for some bizarre reason, Rob, the betting lines have the Cowboys favored by seven and a half. Makes but, you no know, sense. When you compare Jordan Love stats to Dak Prescott's, there's one stat that shows that love is much better. And, of course, we're talking about intended, intended pass, pass yards. yards. Now, yep. you may be confused there as usual. You look confused. Intended uh, pass yards, Rob, are an advanced metric that count pass yards whether the pass was completed or incomplete. Yep. So doesn't it make sense that Jordan is at least better because he at least intends to throw more air yards? IAY, bro. Uh, no, that's another dumb uh, oh. pe pencil geek uh, guy who came up with some ridiculous stat. They didn't make the play. I, I, I intended. Who knows how many yards was going to go? Are they estimating that if the guy caught the ball, he was going to run 30 more yards? Well, yeah, I mean, you know, or like if he overthrew it by 20 yards. Well, you know, that's on the receiver. Not that to was get his it. intent. That was intent what about to in the judicial okay, system. I got it. That's yeah, bad. that's in the judicial system. Intent matters. You know, if someone intends to murder someone, well, that's a that's murder. murder. I intend, I intend not to come on this show anymore. If you keep, oh yeah, it. you intend to not come on this show? Well, we got good news yeah, for you. Know, you know, I'll give you another intended pass. Yeah, we're gonna pass you to an empty phone line. Cause guess yeah, what? Yeah, cause guess You're what? Off the show. You're off the show. Off the show. We are never having that clown on this show again. Yeah, we just got robbed of 10 minutes. Good one there, Tony. And thank you know, you. let's not let him ruin, which was a terrific show. Of course, no. we want to thank our good friends at Morrison's yeah. Cafeteria. Gang. All right, that was the Polly and Tony Fusco show. Like I said, it'll be a regular uh, Friday tradition here. Uh, those guys are crazy and a lot of fun. Again, if you want to hear the entire show, uh, you can find it at iHeartRadio, Fox Sports Radio, or wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, all right, so thank you guys for that. That's all the time we have for today. Let's do it again on Monday. Until then, this is Arash Markazi saying stay safe and stay healthy. This is the Arash Markazi Show on the Mightier 1090 ESPN Radio. Hustle for the cash, so it's hard to knock it. Everybody got their own thing, currency chasing. Worldwide through the hard times, worrying faces. Shed tears as we bury brothers close to heart. What was a friend, now a ghost in the dark. 
Time. There's nothing more valuable. It's what drives everyone to make the most of every moment. We celebrate living large in the now. In a city where time disappears, we create experiences that electrify the soul and memories that will last forever. We go big. We go all night. And here, everyone is invited. So get loose and get loud. This is Circa. You'll have the time of your life. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.